Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for this time. I thank you, Lord, for this season and this day that we're in, Father God, this day of dispensation. Today, Lord God, we don't harden our hearts, Father, but we hear what you're saying. I thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name, for your word, Lord God. Your word is life unto those who find them and help to all their flesh. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your word as it is written. I thank you, Father God, that you cause us, Lord God, to inherit substance, Father, and to inherit your life and your light, Father God. In this hour, Father God, I thank you, Lord Father, for those that will be watching and hearing this hour, but also, Lord, for the many, Lord God, that will partake, Father God, after this broadcast is over. I thank you, Lord God, that if they mix your word with faith, Father God, that it will prosper them, Father God, for it is written, Father God, that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, Lord of God. And I thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name, that by these words, Father God, in Jesus' name, these words that you speak unto us, Father, we're able with them to war good warfare, Father God, in this hour that we live in. We know, Father God, that the enemy, Father, is a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking a woman may devour. But I thank you, Lord God, that you've given us authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. In Jesus' name, I bind the demons that would interfere with this broadcast. I bind the devils of the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now work of the children of Apithia, the children of disobedience. I thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name, Father God, that you love your people, Father God, and that you bless your people, Father God. And I thank you, Lord God, that for by grace are you saved through faith. It is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. I thank you, Lord, for the preciousness that you've given us. And we attend to the precious that is Jesus Christ. We attend to your word, Father, and I bless you for this. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name for this hour and for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord of God. Well, I hope everybody's doing well today. Good morning, Brian Christian. And Wendy Perales. In Jesus' name, Father, I thank you, Lord, for all these brothers and sisters, oh God. Um... I want to talk today, I want to start with the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 6. And um, it says, and there are diversities, I'm sorry, verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. If you've spent some, any time with me at all, you, we understand that now what 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is not talking about the nine gifts of the Spirit. And if you look at the word here, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, Now concerning spiritual, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You see, God doesn't want us ignorant about spirituals. And, and that word, their gifts, is italicized, which means it wasn't a part of the original Greek. You understand? So what am I saying here? Now concerning spiritual, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. That's verse 1 in 1 Corinthians 12. So it says here, uh, now concerning spiritual brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Anytime we see a word in the New Testament, in um, I'm sorry, in the Bible, in the King James Version, that's italicized, it means it wasn't a part of the original Greek. Okay, so in in that we understand that First Corinthians chapter twelve verse one is talking about spirituals. So he's saying all that, and then he says in verse seven, but so he mentioned five areas of spirituals there: verse two, verse three, verse four, verse five talks about dumb idols. So up to this point, anything that you've been trained on concerning the Word of God that wasn't in order with God's purpose. Hello, Becky Ramirez. God's order. 
God's government. It's all been idolatry. In other words, we've been listening to dumb idols. And then he says that you can't even speak by no man that can even say that Jesus is Lord except by the, the Spirit of God. And that he says that no man speaking by the Spirit of God call it Jesus a curse. So you're never going to uh, dis dis disown or, or, or curse Jesus Christ. Amen. So then verse 4, the diversities of gifts. That word gifts is rightly translated. So translated as the word charisma. And we understand charisma is a gracious joy endowment. If you want to take a look at that, they're found in Romans chapter 12. There's seven of them. And then he says differences of administrations, but the same Lord. Okay, that's spirituals. You find those in Ephesians chapter 4. And he gave gifts unto men. That word gifts in that particular chat verse is a doma, to make a gift of a gift. So he takes that gift, gives it to a man, and then gives that man back to the body of Christ. Or as it says in Isaiah, unto us a child is born, but a son is given. A son that's come into maturity and that's come into the maturity in the things of God and responsibilities in his life is able to be given back to the body of Christ. Hello, Dietra Woodard Carrera. Lee DC Ranching. Hallelujah. So a son is able to be given back. So differences of administration but the same Lord. And then he says in verse 6, there are diversities of operations but it is the same God. And we're going to talk a little bit about the operations of God here in a minute. But it's the same God which worketh all in all. The word worketh is the word ener energio, okay? And it means energize, amen? Alright. Uh, differences of operations. The word operations is energima. The thing wrought, the effect, the operation. And then the word says worketh is the word energio, which means to be operative, to be at work. Now, verse 7. So he said all these things about spiritual, and then he starts with verse 7, but, but means in conjunction to, to what I just said, alright, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Hey, Roberto, alright, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Hey, Roberto, hallelujah. Alright, so... In that the manifestation of the Spirit, he says, is given to every man to profit with all. Well, that word manifestation is the word phanerosis. So I'll just mention these three words, charismas, administrations, and operations. Now I'm going to kick it back off into manifestation of the Spirit. Manifestation is a Greek word phanerosis, which means uh, light, exhibition, expression, bestowment. And if you keep looking at the root words that derive to make that word phanerosis, hello, Rogelio, is the word uh, false, which is light. Okay? Hope you're keeping up with me here. Now, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. That word profit with all, I was taking a look at that this week and, and it really ministered to me and blessed me because it says that the word profit with all is the word sumphero in the Greek. It means to bear or bring together. To bear together at the same time, to carry with others. To collect or contribute in order to help. To help, to be profitable, to be expedient. So the Holy Ghost, the manifestation of the Holy Ghost, is given to every man to profit with all. Now every man is all of us, okay? Men and women, children. So it says it's given to every man to bear together, to bring together, to bear the burden in other words. So God gave us the manifestation of the Holy Ghost, alright, which is another area of spirituals in addition to the charismas in verse 4. 
so that we could profit together, so we could be the advantage of together. You understand? And it's important because, you see, these graces and these anointings in your lives are not given to you just for yourself. They're given to for us to profit one another, for us to be the, to be the advantage of towards one another, that is towards God. And then so, and in being together, we we're together towards God. We're forming a unit. We're bearing together. We're bringing together. So I thought that was really precious, you know, because, you know, God's been sharing with some things with me about the strengths and the anointings and the callings and selections that He has in my life, and uh, and in so doing. He's telling me, Joseph, it's not just for you, it's for my people, amen, for us to bear together. He's given this, the manifestation of the Spirit for us to bear together, to work together, to contribute together, to be a part of one another together. So I wanted to share that because uh, what we're going to get into now is that... Um, a particular you know something that happened this week I was driving along with my sons I was taking them to school and uh, and I posted this outline up this is uh, it's called when you believe you see so I was driving my sons to school and I was sharing with them the voice of distinction okay so when God speaks the voice of God so today if you would not harden your hearts hear his voice it says the scripture says in Hebrews uh, so, in, so, in a, but in that in that voice, okay, God is. That's the Greek word phone, which also comes from the Greek word phos, but it means to make a voice with distinction. So there is, so there is, so there's a certain tone, there's a certain distinction in what God is speaking and how He's saying it to us. Like when we address our sons and daughters, sometimes there's a tone in the voice that they need to be listening. Okay, four, and so. Anyway, I was driving them and sharing with them about that, and uh, I started sharing with them a story that regarding their mother and their sister-in-law and so on. And as I was sharing, I made a statement, okay? And that's, the statement is, you have to believe, and when you believe, in the word you see. And it was just such a great revelation to me, because when you believe in the word you see, you see, it's not just a belief towards, I believe. It has to be believed in something, something that you saw. How do you see it? You see it by the Spirit. This is the Spirit that quickened. John 6.63. Okay? So, when you see it, you believe. So out of that, I started meditating on that, and I started giving thoughts to it. And then I wrote, these, I wrote this down. When we believe in your word, that's being heard. I'm sorry, it's a typo there. That's being taught, that's being preached, that's being shared, that's being revealed. Light is shining on your word in our spirits. So in the Holy of Holies, in the place where God is in your spirit, all right, God the Debar is revealing by His Spirit the word in your spirit. He's letting you see it. In, John 1, 4 says, In Him was life, the life of God, and the life, the life, the, the, in Him was life, and the life, the Zoe, was the force of God. Good morning, Sister Keisha. So, the life is the light. The life is what lets you see. And, that, and so, in him was life, and the life was the light, the force of man. So when we see, okay, this operation happening in your spirit, when you understand that, that when God's word is being revealed to you, what's happening is the Holy Ghost is revealing it to you. And he's, in, he's, he's causing that word to be germinated. All right? Jose Molina, how you doing, sir? So when we see the word, when you believe, when you see it, you believe it. In that moment of believing, that's when the word is being made alive. 
That's when it's getting brought forth in your spirit. That's when it's begetting, okay? It's, it's being germinated, in other words. That seed is becoming alive. The seed is in itself. You plant an orange, you're going to get an orange. You plant an apple, you're going to get an apple. You plant a lemon, you're going to get lemons, etc. You plant an oak tree, you're going to get an oak tree, etc. So, the seed, okay, so, so when we believe in your word that's being heard, that's being taught, that's being preached, that's being shared, that's being revealed, light is shining on your word in our spirits, okay? And when we believe on your word that is being revealed, it allows us to get in that place where the Holy Spirit is able to breathe and minister the word and reveal it to us in our spirits when we believe. When you believe, you see. In him was life and the life was the light. He lets you see by his spirit. Okay? That's why we must believe in the word before we believe for the word. If you don't see the word, if you don't see what he's saying to you in your spirit, you're not going to be able to believe for it when you need it. Now, when we believe in it, the word, we see the light. And when the Holy Spirit sees that we see the light of the word, then he can quicken it, to, quicken it to us in our spirits on an individual basis. And now we can believe for it. It is a spirit that quickeneth the flesh profiteth nothing, Jesus said. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. All right? Praise God. <clears throat> when we believe, we see. And that's why it's not just a matter of going through the scriptures in your mind and rep repetitively repeating scriptures. They have to be quick and they have to be made alive. Now faith comes. You see? Now the word is alive in you. Praise God. Hallelujah, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for your precious presence right now, Father God. I thank you for your precious word that you're revealing to us by our spirits, O oh God. I thank you for this understanding, this operation that you're showing us, Father, in this hour in Jesus' name. Now my word is alive in you, says the Lord. Now the germinated seed of the word that has been planted in your heart can move in faith toward God. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy word. When we believe, we see, and we get an entrance. And the entrance of thy word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Quicken us, O God, according to thy word, for thy word is truth. And the grace and the truth that came by Jesus Christ can be seen by you, your bride, your people, Lord God, those who love you. And I thank you, Lord God, as your word declares that I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life, shall have the force of Zoe. Now, because you see me and believe in it, that is my word that has been revealed to you by my spirit, you will not be in darkness, but you will have the force of Zoe, the light of life. For with faith, that is the place of seeing, believing, and trusting in my word, which has been disclosed to you by my spirit, I am pleased. And he that has shall more be given because you continue to pursue me in my word. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you remain, abide, and do not depart from my word, you will see the truth. You will see because I have revealed it to you by my Holy Spirit. You are made free and a set at liberty from that which does not please me, and you are liberated from that which disqualifies you, which is unbelief. Now you are free to live and move and have your being in my spirit because you remain and abide in me. Now faith is the substance of what you hope for in my word. It is the evidence of what you cannot see because you see it in the spirit, because it has been made alive to you by my spirit. 
Faith supports and is placed under you. It is the substructure. It is the foundation of my word. Because I have disclosed it, quickened it, and made it alive to you in your spirit. You trust in me. Your trust in me is the proof because you see it by, my, by faith. You also obtain a good report. You also, by the power of the Holy Ghost, are my witnesses. Because you see my word and believe, you begin to understand my operation. You understand how I created and formed perpetuity. From not what I saw, but from what I believe. You live by faith because you are righteous. And righteousness allows that rhema word to be mixed with faith so that, by, so that my word is fulfilled. In him was life, and the life was the light and the force of man. My life, my operation, my way is disclosed to you. Now you see. Amen. My goodness. Now we're able to see, glory to God, because that word has been revealed to us in our spirits. Now I want to highlight a couple of scriptures here. So we're talking about faith. And faith is, you have to see it before you believe it. And you have to believe in it before you believe for it. Okay, so now Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 talks now about faith is the substance of things hoped for. The word substance is the word hupotasis in the Greek. And it means a setting or placing under the thing put under the substructure of the foundation. That which is that which has foundation. Okay? Is firm. Alright? Hola Robin Guadalupe. Yuteres Mendoza. Alright. So faith is actual that which has actual existence. Faith is the substance. In other words, faith is the actual existence. Faith is the real being. Faith is the faith is a substantial quality, nature, or person of a thing. We're talking about God and His Word. Faith is a steadfastness in mind, resolute, strong in the Lord. Helmet of salvation, which is the helmet of salvation, as it talks about in Ephesians. It's the firmness, the courage, and the resolution. Amen. Confidence, firm trust, and assurance. All right. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not of things not seen. So faith is the setting under the essence, the the assurance. Okay. Now, so faith is all these things. So now let's take a look at a word here. I'm going to read this. I'm just going to make some statements here. Faith is a thing put under. Faith is a setting or placing under. Faith is the thing put under. Faith is a substructure. Faith is the foundation. Faith is that which has foundation. Faith is firm. Okay? Faith is the actual existence. That which has actual existence. Robert, morning sir, Noondorf. Faith is a substance, that which is real. Faith is a substantial quality in the nature of God. Faith is steadfastness, firmness, trust, and assurance. Now, take a look at this scripture, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So once again, we're saved through faith. We're saved through the, what faith is, which is the actual setting or placing under. We're, faith, we're, we're saved by grace through the substructure, the foundation that which is firm, that which is has actual existence. Hallelujah, Father. I thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name right now. And we have authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. And right now, I bind you, principalities, you spirits that rule the darkness, 
The prince of the power of the air, the, the, the rule of the children of disobedience that works in the children of disobedience, I rebuke you in Jesus' name, and I rebuke your interference in Jesus' name, amen. Isn't that interesting? All right, we're going to start up again here. And so, and so uh, in faith toward God, okay, and that's where the Lord is highlighting right now, praise God. So, I read the scripture, for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. Okay, it is the gift of God. So, the faith, which is the gift of God, okay, the, for by grace are you saved through faith, it is, it, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So, saved through faith, saved through faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. You, As you hear, as you move in faith toward God, you're being constantly changed into this, that image, which is Jesus Christ, as you behold him. Hey, Jeff, Sandy Bell. All right, Alan Stone. You understand what I'm trying to say is that, so what I'm saying is, is you're saved through faith. You're saved through that which is placed under you, which is the word, which is foundation, that is faith in the word. All right, and then now let's take a look at another scripture, Jude one twenty. It says, But ye, beloved, building, yourselves, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So building up yourselves in your most holy substructure, in your most holy foundation, in your most holy of that which is firm. You see, in the most holy that which has actual existence. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay? So that's what I'm talking about here is that faith, now faith is now. So when you see it, you're able to believe in it. And when you believe in it, the scripture says without faith it's impossible to please him. Now you can please him because you have faith, which you're seeing his word. You're seeing the area that he wants you to move in. You're seeing the area that he wants you to progress in and move forward in. You're moving in faith. Now the just shall live by faith. It's just, I, I'm probably covering this again some more because it's so amazing to me. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Miranda Watson. Sister Miranda, glory to God. All right, so let's talk about, uh, let, let me go ahead and post these outlines because, uh, but in, in the midst of that, you know, God is obviously continuously speaking. And like I said, when I was driving my sons, I saw that, is that you have to believe. When you believe, you see. When, the, when you believe that word that's being preached, that's being taught, that's being revealed to in your spirit, that's when you see. You see, and that's, what, that's the point I'm making here is that you see the word, amen. And when you see it, you're able to move in faith toward God because He's revealed it to you in your spirit. And the emphasis is, is that it's not about memorizing scriptures, okay? And it's not about uh, confessing all these scriptures and, and repeating these things. It's about what is He revealing to you in your spirit. That's why the Holy Ghost, that's why praying in the Spirit is so important, amen? Because building up, Jude one twenty, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're building up your most holy faith. You're building up the substructure, as, as, I, as I shared earlier. You're building up that which has been placed under you. You're building up the thing put under you, the substructure, the foundation. You're building up that which has foundation. You're building up the Word. And, and when, when it's necessary, when, you, when that Word needs to come forth, He can quicken and make it alive to you, man. Because you've been building on it. You've been, you've been setting under it. Amen? Hmm. Lord of God. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, thank you, Father, right now for this opportunity, Lord God.
All right, we're going to get into this outline here, and uh, this is going to be outline number 35. It says the end result or purpose of righteousness. Okay? It says in uh, section 1, Jerusalem shall dwell safely. All right? Jeremiah 33. Behold, I bring health and cure, and I will cure them and reveal to them and reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. Amen. Wow. My goodness, that reminds me of another scripture that I've been meditating on in my spirit. Uh but we'll hold off on that. Just the point is, is that when you see the truth, okay, that that when you see it, when you believe in it, and you can believe for it, now you're liberated. Now you don't walk in condemnation, amen. Now you walk in faith toward God and the Word of God. Amen. So it says, Behold, I bring it health and cure, and I will cure them, and reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. You see, when you've been brought out of darkness, you've been liberated, you've been set free, you've been healed, amen, from the darkness. Now you can see the light of the, the light of the word. Now you can see to believe, in order to believe, in order to move in faith toward God. Now you can mix the word with faith, Amen. So, so in that you're going to dwell safely, Amen. You're going to be in that place of, place of peace, Amen. And Jesus said, "My peace I live with you, not as the world gives, give I," Amen. So we're not talking about the way the, the, the peace of the world. The scripture says in, in the Beatitudes, Blessed are the peacemakers, for these are the sons of God. The sons of God are the mature, amen, and they're seeking to reconcile back to the Father. Everything that's been lost, amen. And so in the reconciling, in the bringing back a relationship to your, to, from, our, from the people, in other words, from those that have been saved or born again and from those that are born again, your brothers and sisters, you're reconciling back to God, you're a peacemaker. You're doing what Jesus did in the earth, amen. You're liberating, you're setting free, amen. You're bringing peace, not the way the world does it. Not through wars, not through trying to take over lands and trying to take over resources and doing it the way that the world does it, you see. But through, but through faith and trust in God, amen. The quietness and assurance of, of the Word of God. Isaiah chapter 32, 32 verse 17. Isaiah chapter 32, verse 17. Take a look at that. Isaiah chapter 32, verse 17. Listen to this one. And the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. We're talking about the righteousness of God. We're talking about that attitude of understanding of what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross when he died for you. You see? And what he did was now he made a place where you can enter in. Now there's peace between you and God. God is not upset with you anymore. Now you can come boldly to the throne of grace to find grace and mercy to help in a time of need. Why? Because our, our, the priest, uh, Jesus, which is after the order of Melchizedek, which order we are of. Remember, Melech is king. Zedek is righteous, king of righteousness. And we are also kings of righteousness and queens of righteousness. We can come before the Father now. We minister unto God. We minister unto the people on both sides. And when we, when it's necessary, we take the dominion. In any situation, amen, where God is not, obviously, there's going to have to be dominion. 
Somebody's got to take it. Amen. And we take it by faith in the spirit, not in the natural. Not with weapons, all right? Now, so the work of righteousness shall be peace. We read that earlier in the first scripture. And the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. And my people shall dwell in peaceable habitations and insure dwellings. Praise God, man. I, I, don't, I don't want to be in a place where everything's unstable. And see, that brings to mind something else that Jesus said. He said that when the rains come and the floods come, all right, and, and the torments come, the house has been built on the sand, the structure of the foundation of the sand, that house is going to be washed away. That's like saying anything else that's built outside of Jesus Christ is going to fall. But the house is built on the rock, which is Jesus Christ, the word. All right. He was the rock that was rejected. Amen. The stone that the builders rejected. This is the day. This is this is the day that the Lord made. You see, Liam, good morning, sir. Janice, neighbors, Petway. You understand that day that Jesus Christ got rejected with the day that they rejected the stone. This is a stone now that we are built on. And, the, and, and, and you are built, as it says in Ephesians, on the foundation of the apostles and prophets which is the chief cornerstone. See, so the foundation, Jesus Christ, the word, faith is the substructure, faith is the foundation, faith is the word. You have entrust and confidence and assurance in God, in the word. Okay? So, uh, again, as it says, and you are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Alright? So, that place, that, that a quiet Peaceful habitations and sure dwellings, that place of, of firmness and foundation under you, which is the word, which is the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God, it, it means the rule of God in your heart. Kingdom is basilius. The kingdom, the heart, has to be ruled first in the spirit by God, by his word, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Okay? Now, <clears throat> and not only are you going to have quiet assurance, but you're going to have uh, quiet resting places. They're not going to be turmoil. Amen. Because you're keeping the enemy back. You're keeping him. You're binding him. You're pushing him back. You're pushing the forces back. You're keeping your soul under the word. You're keeping submitted to your spirit. Amen. You're watching over your soul so he doesn't cause you to get into a ditch and, and, and create an Ishmael. Okay? Um, all right. So let's go now to 1 Corinthians, Philippians, Philippians 1 11. Philippians 1 11. All right, it says, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. So again, we're talking about the fruits of righteousness. Now, the results that are produced because of your attitude and your, and your trust towards God, your faith toward God, your love of God, your love of the word, your love of spending time in fellowship in the Father, which is the precious. In other words, as, as Mary did, she was attending to the precious and Mary was upset. I mean, Martha was upset because she wasn't helping her. Cares not, as she told Jesus. And Jesus said, Martha, Mary has chosen that good thing. She's where she needs to be. And even so, we are where we need to be, so long as we're pursuing Him. So long as we're abiding in the Word, trusting the Word, pursuing the Word, pursuing Him on a daily basis. Amen? And the fruit of righteousness. In other words, the results of your life lived right because of Jesus Christ. is quietness, assurance, is confidence. You dwell in peaceable habitations. 
You have sure dwellings. You have quiet resting places. Amen. And praise God, for as many as are led of the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Now He can move you. In, in Him we live and move and have our being. Now we can move by the Spirit. Amen. And now we can move and trust towards God. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 And for this cause also thank we God without ceasing because when we receive the word of God, okay, when you received the word of God in your spirit, when you see it because it was being taught and preached to you and revealed to you by your spirit, by the Holy Ghost, all right, when we received the word of God, which you heard of us, somebody was preaching it, somebody was teaching it, somebody was giving it forth, the way of God was being uh, exemplified, this is how he does it, the way, this is how he operates. You received it not as the word of men. You have to trust and believe that what you're hearing in your spirit, God is revealing it to you. Amen. By the Holy Ghost. But as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. You believe because you see. Amen. You're seeing it. You're believing in it because you're seeing it. Glory to God. So when we believe it, we see it. Amen. And when we see it, that's when we can act because God has been revealing it to you in your spirit. All right. Now, so uh, so again, let me read that scripture to you. For this cause, we thank, we also thank God without ceasing because when you received the word, okay, receive is the Greek word, para, para lambano, para means near, lambano means to take. So when you received it, that is when you took it, Okay. Okay, so when you received it, which is paralambano to take to take with oneself, to join oneself, to associate, to accompany with. When you received it, not when you received the word of God, which you heard, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word, somebody was preaching it. You received it not as the word of men. Okay, you received it not as the word of men. But as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh, which is the word energio, energizes in you that believe. Amen. That word, amen, that precious word, amen. You know, the scripture says in, uh, that, uh, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. See, that word's got to get in the heart of man, amen. Let's see if I can find that. That's in James 121. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. That word has got to be engrafted. And the only way, when it's engrafted, that means it's ready to be put in the ground. And in the ground, it's coming forth with what, what God is, His word. It's coming forth with that fruit. The effect of righteousness, the quietness, the assurance of dwellings, the peaceable habitations. It's bringing forth after its kind. It's bringing forth Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. So, Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13. Philippians 2, 13. 
Praise God. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Let's back that up a little bit. Verse 12. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed the word, amen, not as it is in my presence only, okay, now when I'm just, now when I'm here, all right, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. His good pleasure is for you to move in faith toward God. His good pleasure is for you to trust Him in, in your life with everything that's going on with you. Because if you start sinking, if you start looking around you, if the circumstance situation, you're going to be like Peter and you're going to start falling in the water. Amen. He believed for a second and then he lost it. And that's where you must wrestle against the doubt and unbelief that will come up in our hearts to cause the word to be disqualified. And that's, and that's how this, the enemy operates. And the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the lusts of other things enter in, choke the word, as Jesus said, and it becomes unfruitful. All right. So that was Philippians 2, verse 12. Now Philippians uh, 4, 7. Philippians 4, 7. So we're talking about we're talking about uh, about God and we're talking about the way of God and how he operates. Amen. Praise God. He has given us all things that pertain to Zoe, life and godliness. Amen. So we're talking about uh, Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ, through Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, the peace of God, amen, the effect of righteousness, the fruit and the result of righteousness in your heart and in your life because of your love and your trust towards God and the Word, which is Jesus Christ, amen, which passes all understanding. See, we're not walking by sight. We're walking by faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. See, you can't see it. That's why it's got to be revealed to you by your spirit. And when you're, when it's revealed to you in your spirit, now you see it by the spirit. Amen. Now you're moving in faith toward God. Now you're being obedient to God. And, and you're pleasing the Father. That's what He wants. This is how He made us. He created us this way. Even He had to speak into nothing and to make something. He didn't see it. And He started speaking it forth and creating it. He made you and me, etc., etc., and made everything that's in the way things are, the way things function, the way the, as the scripture says in Psalms 19, all of creation speaks of his glory. Everything is testifying because it's his way. This is how he does it. Amen. And the peace of God shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. You must stabilize your soul. You must walk in the truth and the understanding of God's word that, that, that keeps your soul settled. And not let your soul get all frazzled because you don't think things are happening fast enough for you. That's not how it works at all. You've got to keep your soul in check. Amen. Psalm 131. Let's take a look at that. It says that a song of degrees of David, Lord. 
Mine eyes are not haughty, nor my heart is not haughty, nor mine eyes lofty. Neither do I exercise myself in things or in, in great matters or things that are too high for me. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself. As a child that is weaned of his mother, my soul is even as a weaned child. Let Israel hope in the Lord for henceforth and forever. You see, now you can hope and trust towards God. Now you can hope and trust that word. You see, as I read the scripture, uh, was it? Yeah, last week, the word about hope. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18. That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge, glory to God, to lay hold upon the hope set before us. The lay hold is the word krateo, which is to have power, to be powerful over, to be chief, to be master of, to rule, to get the possession of, to become the master of your hope set before you. Your hope and trust in God and His word and what He says He'll do, He will do it because He is the faithful God. You understand? So, so, oh, so don't lose your confidence. Don't let your soul get you out of sorts. Amen. Just keep trusting God. That's all it boils down to. Oh my God. And I just read the scripture. I mean, I love it when I read the scripture and then I look at the outline. It's the same scripture. So verse 18 again. That by two immutable things, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 18, in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hope upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and that which entereth into, and which entereth into that within the veil. Whither the forerunners for us entered, even Jesus made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. See, somebody already went ahead of us, amen. His name is Jesus Christ. And he already laid it forth, amen. And that's just, uh, again, you know, I don't know how, I don't know necessarily how it all comes together, Lord God. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that he starts, he begins to bring a spirit of understanding, amen. And he begins to cause us to see and understand, glory to God, by the Spirit. It's called a word of wisdom, amen. He lets you see by the Spirit, His ways, His operations, and how He does these things. And these are the things that He's been sharing with me and, and, and keeping me encouraged in the Lord, amen. Oh, and, and keeping my soul stable, amen. Oh, glory to God. Don't you love it how God ministers to us and, and speaks his word and keeps us encouraged and, and, and bringing him forth bringing his word forth his way forth amen Isaiah chapter 28 verse 9 the reason I say that is because again I'm looking at these scriptures and these words that I've just read amen the scriptures and I'm just so blessed by that because for his meaning is the letter of the Spirit of God. So we see it by the Word. We see it by faith. You know, what God is revealing in the Spirit. Amen. Isaiah 28, 9. Whom shall he teach knowledge? Glory to God. And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. You want to grow up and you want to mature in God? Then you get your soul weaned from fretting and fussing all the time. Why, you know, asking these questions and, and indicting God. In other words... 
it's like you're putting God in court and the sentence is guilty. You know, and, and that's not how it is at all, amen. And, uh, and he's faithful. You know, he constantly assured us of that, you know. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is the faithful God, amen. What do you have need of? What is he revealing to you in your spirit? What is he bringing forth? And that's when you need to be bringing forth the word on those matters, amen. Oh, Lord of God. Psalms 91, glory to God. You know, one of the things I, I thought about is that, as the scripture says, war a good warfare. The way you war a good warfare, see, again, let's, let's go back to Jude 1.20. But ye, beloved, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up yourself, praying in the Holy Ghost. When you're building up yourself, you're building up on the Word. In other words, you're building up on, on faith towards God. You see, faith, now faith is. So faith is a setting or placing under. Faith is the thing that's put under. Faith is the substructure. Faith is the foundation. Faith is that which has foundation. Faith is firm. Faith is that which has actual existence. Faith is that which is real. Faith is a substantial quality in the, in the nature of God. Faith is steadfastness. Fastness, stead, faith is firmness. Faith is trust. Faith is assurance. Now faith is. So faith is all this. So it says in the scripture, But ye beloved, building up your, yourselves on your most holy faith, you see, praying in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're building up yourself and your faith in the Word. And when the Word is revealed, it's quickened to you. Lord of God, it's made alive to you. Now you can move forth in faith and trust towards God. Now you can advance yourself in, in what God is revealing to you in your spirit. Amen. And these are the effects of the work of righteousness. This is what happens when you walk in the Word. Amen. And when you're walking in what God has been revealing to you in your spirit. Amen. So again, we've been talking about the soul is affected and weaned. The soul is affected with righteousness. The end results or the purpose of righteousness is, our, is us walking like God did, like Jesus did in the earth. Amen. And reconciling, bringing forth that which is not submitted to Jesus Christ in the word, bringing it forth and allowing it to be submitted back to God. Amen. So again, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Amen. So if faith is a substance, amen. So faith is the actual existence. Faith is that which is real. So it says, for by grace are you saved through faith. Through faith you're saved. And trusting and believing God in His Word. Not believing, believing what you've seen, believing what you've heard, in other words. Not just to believe in something, to say, I believe in it. You know, as, as people say, and as I've heard them say many times, uh, yeah, I have faith. Well, faith, faith where? Faith in your soul or faith in your spirit? See, if it's in the soul, then it's you producing it. And as we understand, you know, the distinction of the spirit of the soul is that the word of God is quick and powerful, right? Sharper than any sword, so piercing into the divided asunder of the soul and spirit, and of the joints of marrow, and the thoughts and intents of the hearts. Okay, so so where we're talking, or if you're talking in the soul, then you're talking after the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You understand? But if you're talking after your spirit, glory to God, then you're talking in that place where God has revealed it to you in your spirit, the debar to the debir, amen. 
And so, as it says, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. You see? So you're saved through faith, the setting or placing under. You're, you're saved through faith in the substructure, the foundation, your faith and trust towards God. You're, you're saved by through the foundation. You're saved through the firmness. You're saved through the actual existence of what God is and who He is in your life and in my life. That's how we're coming forth and bringing forth and moving in faith towards God. And the just shall live by faith. You see? This is how God did it. This is how He brought it forth in the age and the hour that we live in. So, you know, one of the things that Jesus said is that you'll know my doctrine whether it's whether it's of me or whether they speak of themselves. Amen. You've got to understand, we've got to understand the ways of God and what God is saying to this hour, in this hour. As I was reading that scripture in Thessalonians earlier, oh, sorry, that you receive the word, not as the word of man, but as be received it as the word of God. Amen. You have to see it and you have to receive it in spirit as it is the word of God, which is truth. Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place. Amen. Of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Once again, the secret place. That place in your spirit. Amen. That's where it gets revealed to you. He that dwells in that place. Where he's waiting on God, waiting on God to minister and move forth in his word and reveal to it by your spirit. And it's not like you're consciously doing this. This is your lifestyle. Amen. You're walking as a disciple. You're walking as a Nazarene. Amen. And, and a Nazarene was one that didn't have his hair shaved. He wasn't given a strong drink. This was an individual completely devoted to God, trusting God. It's not a movement. It was a movement of disciples after the Lord Jesus. So it says... I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust, because I see. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. Amen. He shall cover me with His feathers, Lord of God. I trust His word. I know that the angel of the Lord encamps around about them that fear Him and delivers Him. And from the noise and pestilence. I'm sorry. He shall cover me with His feathers, and under His wings shall I trust. His truth shall be my shield and my buckler. I will not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day. I'm not going to fear, trust, and I'm not going to worry about what's going on around me and what's falling apart or what's, what's not firm and stable. I'm going to stay constant in God's Word. Now faith is the substance, the substructure, the foundation, you see. I'm on the foundation. No, for the pestilence that walked the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted the noonday. I know in Jesus' name, His name has power over plagues. He is Jehovah Rapha to me. He is Jehovah Jireh to me. He is Jehovah Nisi to me, glory to God. He is Jehovah Oz to me. He is Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord our righteousness, glory to God. He is Jehovah Sadek, the Lord our righteousness, amen. Amen. He is what He is. He is. He is the self-existent one. A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, and it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because we have made you the Lord God, the most higher habitation, even our dwelling place forevermore, there shall no evil befall us, neither shall any plague come nigh our dwellings. For he shall give us 
He shall give his angels charge of us to keep us in all thy ways. He says in the preceding verse, There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. You dwell in quiet and restful places. Amen. You dwell in quiet and assurance. Peaceable habitation, sure dwellings, quiet resting places. Amen. And what are the angels going to do? They're going to bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against a stone. Why? Because the scripture says the angels of God excel in strength. They hearken to the voice. They hearken to that voice and, and they do His word. Amen. They do the word that comes forth out of our mouths. Amen. In faith toward God. So shall the word of the Lord be. That goes forth out of our mouths. It shall not return unto us void. But it shall accomplish that which we please. And it will prosper the thing whereto we send it. It pleases because it's been revealed by the Spirit. God is allowing you to see it and move in faith toward God. Because He's showing you by your Spirit. And thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder and the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because you set your, you set your love upon us, therefore you deliver us, O God. You will set us up on high because we have known your name. And we will call upon you and you will answer us and you will be with us in trouble and deliver us and honor us. With long life will you satisfy us and show us your salvation. You see, with long life now, Lord of God, he shows us his salvation. Perpetually living in the word. Eternal life, not eternal someday, eternal right now, perpetual, daily receiving from God, daily receiving His life because you spend time in His Word and in His Spirit. Glory to God. We'll read one more scripture, glory to God, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 4. And my speech... And my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power, that your faith, your substructure, your foundation, your firmness, amen, should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the dunamis and the power of God. Amen. That's where He wants us. That's where he, we move and live and have our being in the Spirit, glory to God. He reveals that word. He quickens to us, Lord God. He makes it alive so we can have trust and believe in what we're seeing. Amen. Because we're hearing. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for your precious word. I thank you for your spirit, O oh God, and how you're revealing to us and how you're, how you're showing us your operation and how you're showing us your ways, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the faithful God who keeps covenant and shows mercy to those who love you unto a thousand generations, O oh God but will by no means clear the guilty, but will visit the sins of the fathers unto the fourth, third and fourth generations. Thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name, that we dwell in quiet and peaceable habitations, Father God, because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, glory to God. I thank you, Lord God, that we are righteous. We have been made righteous because of Jesus Christ, and therefore we're new creatures in Christ. I bless you and I give you praise for this, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.